the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a business coach for entrepreneurs and a meditation and mindfulness instructor. I teach you how to give less fucks and own your authentic confidence so you can launch and scale your purposeful online business and change the world. On this podcast, you'll hear from me and amazing guests on mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello guys, and welcome to possibly one of my most vulnerable episodes I have ever recorded for you. And I'm not going to lie, this is hard for me. It's hard for me to come on here and tell this little story because it involves me admitting that I was wrong. And that's hard. That's difficult. <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast or you're you know, in the whole mindset world, you may have learned that like our brain literally tries so hard to prevent us from being wrong or ever feeling like we're wrong. And that's what causes a lot of our problems and a lot of our pain. So while it's difficult for me to come on and, and publicly tell the story about how I had this ego trip and how I was wrong, it's also beautiful because that is a moment of thank goodness that I do this work. Thank goodness that I can be conscious enough and be self-aware enough to even acknowledge that this happened because otherwise I would still be in this place where I was literally sinking into a depression. And yeah, so let's, let's dive in. Let's dive right into this story. Stay tuned if you want to hear my embarrassing story that will hopefully really, really help you on your path, which is of course my intention here. Okay. So it all started um, a long time ago. Let me think seven, six, seven years ago when I was graduating from college. Uh, it was like my senior year of college. I was like going hard as a mother trying to find a job because I was, you know, I'm just like someone who grew up being super independent and moving home, moving home after college, like living with my parents just didn't seem like an option. I wanted to do it on my own. I really wanted to get a good job. So I applied to like literally I don't even know how many jobs, one to 200. I was getting calls every single week about these jobs. It was crazy. I just went super hard. So by December of my senior year, I was being flown to um, Philadelphia to, actually I drove um, because I, it was only four hours away. But it was this whole thing where like you went and stayed in a fancy hotel and it was this whole interview and all of this stuff. And I got offered a placement in Virginia Beach. And that was where I wanted, literally I've been wanting to move to like Virginia or the Carolinas since I was a little girl. Like I had always planned on moving south. I always wanted to move south. I love the sunshine. I love the warmth. I love the outdoors. It was always the plan. But a few years prior, I had met my husband and my husband has a job here in Pittsburgh and a life here in Pittsburgh and family here in Pittsburgh and friends here in Pittsburgh, right? And so at the time, it just didn't make sense to uproot him. He already had an established job. Um, and I just made the decision not to go. I made the decision to stay with him. Um, we had been dating for, I don't know, maybe a year and a half. So yeah, that was the choice that I made. I've always considered it one of my best decisions ever because he is my soulmate. Um, he is, he's the love of my life. So it was a good decision. They ended up calling me a few weeks later and placing me in Pittsburgh. And thus my residence here was born. So I ended up, you know, getting an apartment here. And shortly after Alex, my now husband moved in with me, 
then the next thing was, you know, I got um, into sales and I got a really good job and I was getting promoted left and right. And it just seemed like moving wasn't really an option. You know, I always still wanted to move and I always hated the winters here. And I was kind of always holding it against Alex, honestly, that he forced me to live here and he should feel sorry for me. And this is the start of where <laughs> the ego trip happened. Um, I, I've explained many times before on the podcast that I realized I have always had and overcoming a victim mindset. And many people do. This is extremely common. This is what gets people stuck. This feeling of people should feel sorry for me. Um, life's been so hard on me personally. I got a bad hand. Why does everyone else have things easier than me? And we self-sabotage and spiral from that point. So I always kind of had a little bit of um, resentment towards Alex and oh, why can't you like have a job that lets you move or why can't you whatever and why can't we do this and that. So I've been trying for years to enjoy my life here and you know I've had lots of friends over the years that ended up moving away and just like I haven't really developed like a core group of friends here. Um, I have a few like absolute best friends but like it just, it just has always felt like not my favorite place. And ideally I wanted to live somewhere warm. So I've always felt this way, but it never really felt possible because then we had two incomes and then we bought a house and all the things. And then it was like, okay, well we live here. Right. So then I, you know, quit my job and work for myself now. And I could, I obviously work remotely and could do this work anywhere. So then it was like, oh, well now we have a way to move. And we actually went to Charleston, South Carolina, just a few months ago in September of this year to check it out and potentially move there. And we loved it. We fell in love. We loved it. Everything. We thought about moving. We're still considering moving there, but it wasn't going to happen right now. And that pissed me off <laughs> because going back to the victim mindset, it's like, I want it now. It should be given to me now. I should have what I want. Life's been hard for me. Um, I'm stuck here, so I should get what I want and I should get it right now. We should sell our house and leave and you should leave all your friends and family and quit your job that you've been at for many years. That's has great benefits and all the things for me, right? It's like how I was feeling. And then the winter set in and I'm not going to lie. Like, I think it's, I think it is absolutely a fact that the sun affects how we feel. I think that I mean, it's not that I think it's, it's a fact that seasonal depression exists. It's a fact that when you're, you know, inside all day and the sun hardly shines in Pittsburgh, it's really is like ranked like number two of like the dreariest cities in the United States, right? That's a fact. And that does affect how a person feels. And so I started kind of thinking of the seasonal depression and I've dealt with that in years prior, but this was like far worse. Like, I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm getting depressed. Like, I'm waking up in the morning and can't get out of bed. And it was scary. It's it's scary to feel like that, especially being home by yourself all day with your thoughts. So I was like, okay, I have to do all the things. I'm going to start pushing myself to exercise every day. Even though I don't want to, it's what is required of me to feel good. <laughs> Sitting around all day does not feel good. Um, eating healthy, you know, I bought a sun lamp. Well, actually, Alex surprised me with a sun lamp, which was very kind. Um, you know, I just, I just started meditating more. I just was like, I'm going to do all the things because I'm not going to accept uh, not trying to get better. 
and I was looking into therapy. I was like really getting into like, how can I, how can I do this? But I was still very much like angry. Like I was like, this is ridiculous. Why can't I just live somewhere else? All of that fighting with my husband about it. So anyways, I, so, <laughs> so then, okay. So this is, this is what happened next. I'm like, where am I going with this? So the other day, this was just like this week, literally, I, you know, I've been trying to figure out how I could be happier here since we do own a house here. And as of now, like, it's just not realistic to sell our house and move at this very moment. I'm not going to force my husband to do that when he's not ready and doesn't want to. I don't want to do that to him. So I decided, um, oh, well, he could build me a pool off of our deck that way in the summer, I'd have a pool and that would make me happy and that would work. And then I'll be happy here once he does that. And as soon as I like declared this, I had a voice in my head that was like, you know, this isn't going to make you happy. And when he came home from work, I showed him the picture of a beautiful deck with like a pool built off of it. And I said, this is what I need. And he was kind of like, okay. <laughs> he was like, okay, like, yeah, like we can, you know, we can contact the township and see if we're allowed to build this or like the pipes or whatever. I don't fucking know something about the plumbing. And, but he wasn't like thrilled and I was mad. I was like, why aren't you saying, yeah, I'll start right now. Of course, let me drop everything and build you this pool in the middle of winter. Like I was, I was just feeling like, why wasn't he more excited about this? Why couldn't he just want to please me all the things, right? So then I have to be thankful for all of this because that night I literally went through a second spiritual awakening and here's how. So there's been a book on my book list for a long time now called The Untethered Soul. And it's on my, it was on my book list because a woman, sorry, my dog is like on my lap and now he's like spinning around. He was sleeping and then he just woke up. He's so cute. Um, a woman who came on my podcast, I always asked for their favorite book and she recommended this book and it was on my list and I was meaning to buy it and it was on my list. Okay, he just jumped off my lap. So anyways, I was on a girls weekend like two weeks ago and my friend had this book and I kind of accidentally went home with it. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like this accidentally came home with me and she was like, oh, we'll just like read it, whatever. So anyways, reading this book, and this book is amazing. I have been studying spirituality now for two years and mindset and all mindset for much longer and diving into this whole world. And this book explains it in such a different way that I've never heard it explained before. And maybe I have, but you know, you know, sometimes you just have that awakening. Like you can hear the same message over and over, but sometimes you just need to hear it in a different way. So this book said it in a different way and literally sparked an awakening for me. And that night when I was thinking about the pool, I was like, huh, I know deep inside this isn't going to make me happy. Why am I always looking for the next thing? Like, why am I always just looking for something to make me happy? Why am I always planning a trip? Why am I always like wanting a new car? Why am I always wanting to make more money and all and like all these things all the time when I know that's not where happiness comes from? And I've been like thinking about this, thinking about this. And I, this book sparked me to start meditating more along with like me feeling the seasonal depression vibes. 
So I started meditating like 45 minutes a day. And in one of these deep meditations, not that I'm always doing them consecutively, sometimes I'm mostly doing it twice a day, but I'm in this deep meditation. I come out of it and I'm just so happy. Like I always am after like a long meditation and I'm just like, wow, this is, this is happiness. Like going within makes me realize how little I need and that I don't need all these other things. I don't need all of this like show and all these things to show off and all of this. And it really just has been making me realize like a lot of my quote problems have actually been ego-based. And I'm obviously like well-versed in this. I'm constantly talking about this. I'm constantly teaching this. I'm constantly working on this, but this is how the brain works. We don't, we don't always catch ourselves. And then you do, and it's a beautiful moment because it's like, wow, now I can let go of some of these things. And yeah, it's just, it just really made me realize like a big part of me wanting to leave Pittsburgh, you know, yeah, I do think it would be awesome to live somewhere sunny and warm. And I still want to do that. But a big part of me wanting to leave right now and being so angry was like an, a victim-y thing. It was like a my husband should just want to do whatever I want because he made me live here. And, you know, I've always had things that just like were never handed to me. So I should just get what, what I want. It was, a, it was coming from a place of victimhood and it was coming from a place of my ego. You know, I want to just like prove that I can live anywhere. And I want to just like have all the things and prove that I'm worthy and feel, feel good enough and feel like my husband loves me enough to drop everything and move for me. Right. So it was coming from a negative place. And not only did I realize that and realize, wow, like that, the only thing that's going to make me happy is, is being happy. Like, and I had a conversation with my coach key yesterday um, about all of this. And she made a comment that really stuck with me, which was, it was like, if you're not happy now, you're never going to be happy. Like, or it like nothing, if you're not happy, nothing can make you happy. And that's basically saying like, if you're not happy, like moving or getting the new car or getting the promotion or finding the love of your life, like those things aren't going to make you happy. Happiness is an inside job. And we know this, we know this. Most of us like know that, like we know that physical things do not make us happy but we want them. And part of that's because of the consumeristic society we live in, you know, freaking America may be the only place I don't know, but we have our quote Thanksgiving, which we end the day in shopping. And then the whole next four days are a shopping holiday. Like it's the opposite of being thankful, (laughs) but we're we're in a culture where we just see everybody having all the things and everything is a competition for who can have the prettiest life, especially on Instagram. And, you know, it's just, it's just coming back to what I already knew, but it's allowing me to see things so differently. And especially being like awakened in in this new sense, I'm just seeing things so clearly now. It's like living, I, I, I tend to go through, I tend to want to go all in for things, right? I think this is how most people feel. You want to go all in for something. So like on my last episode, I talked about my vegan journey and how it's like my ego wanted me to be go all in. Don't ever eat a piece of cheese again. If you're going to do this, you have to do it all the way and tell everyone you're a vegan. But it's like, why can't I just like incorporate the parts of that diet that will benefit me without like needing to 
go all in or put a title on it, right? It's similar with this, like the concept of, it's not like I need to sell my house and all my things and, and like live in a tiny house and just like not buy anything like fancy ever again in order to appreciate some of the concepts of living more intentionally. And so what that might look like and what that should look like is asking ourselves, checking in, building the self-awareness, why do I want this thing? Me wanting that pool was based off of my me feeling like a victim, me feeling like this would make me finally be happy with living in Pittsburgh, me feeling like blah, 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 blah. It wasn't coming like where my husband and I like sold our boat a few months ago with the intention of buying a bigger boat. The intention behind the bigger boat was like gathering friends and family without having to like cap it off at a certain number of people or like, you know, his brother's in a wheelchair and like the pontoon type of style boat would make it easier for his brother to come with us. And, and people with kids, like it was the intention with that was very much like gathering friends and family and like having fun with them, you know, versus like a showing off type of thing. So I just think like, it's really important to come back to this moment and be like, why do I want the things that I want? I've, I've realized that like me wanting to make six figures and 10 K months and all these things in my business was totally coming from an ego place, totally from a place of, I have to prove I'm worthy. I have to prove I'm good enough. I have to show people whatever, when none of that, like, I don't actually like need any of that. Right. And like <laughs> looking at the vision board I made the other day, I put a Gucci fanny pack on there and fanny packs are incredibly functional. Like I can't believe more people aren't wearing like a cute fanny pack. It's honestly, I hated wearing the purse on my shoulder. Like I would like leave it in the bathroom when I was like drunk at the bar, like, cause I'd take it off and hang it on the hook. You know, it, the fanny pack is incredibly like comfortable and functional which is great. But the Gucci part was me wanting to look wealthy. And I'm going to admit that it was me wanting to look wealthy. It was me wanting to show off me wanting to prove that I'm successful. And that has been such a theme for me too. Like wanting to prove I'm successful. I think part of wanting to move too was like being able to prove that I can just like do whatever I want. I'm successful and look at me. I moved and all these things. And it's really hard to come to this moment and like, like announce this to you guys and share this. But I think it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place to be. Because when we realize when we like look at the cold hard truth that like nothing outside of us is going to make us happy, then we go into self love, then we go within and we, and we look at like, why am I attaching my self worth to all these outside things. And when we can release all of that and realize we don't need those things. That's just a weight off our shoulders. So now my question to myself is like, how can I move forward with Instagram being my biggest part of my business? I mean, it's like where I, it's like the hub of my business, essentially. I really, I don't like the pressure to show off and the pressure to like look successful and the pressure to share all the things. I feel like so many people are doing that And it makes me want to do that, but that's not, I don't need to do that. Like I don't need to look fancy and look wealthy for people to hire me. I don't need to like show off everything and, and make it all about like ego-based things 
for people to hire me. That's not, that's not the point. And that's never been my intention with my business. So that's, there's a, there's a balance. There's a fine line. Like, of course, I'm still going to go on trips. Of course, I'm going to like wear cute clothes. Like I'm going to do the things I want to do, but I'm going to start to be more intentional with asking myself, why am I wanting this? Why am I making this purchase? Why am I wanting to make this purchase? Why do I want this milestone in my business so badly? Is it so I can share it on Instagram? Or is it because it actually means I help someone change their life? That's what I really have to dig into. And I encourage you to do the same in your life, asking yourself, are you looking, are you looking for love for your soulmates that you can feel better? Because that's not going to happen. That comes from within. Are you looking for that promotion or that raise so that you can feel successful and feel good enough? You know, it's like we really, we really have to analyze all of this. And, and I'm just, I'm so grateful that this happened to me. And I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to share it with all of you guys. And I can't wait to hear your feedback on this episode and, and how this has maybe sparked something for you. I highly recommend all of you go on Amazon or go to local bookstore, but it's much easier to find a specific book on Amazon and buy the untethered soul. Here's what I always do. I always click the little button that says like, you can buy these like used for X price um, underneath like the main thing. And I buy them used for like $5 with shipping included. And then you get the book used and it's awesome. And you can like pass it on to somebody too. So that's what I recommend. This has also sparked a real desire of mine lately, which has been to work with a few people for like one-to-one spiritual mentoring because I haven't done life coaching. I haven't offered life coaching in almost a year. I started working specifically with entrepreneurs and only offering business coaching. Like I want to say it was like maybe January or February of last year. And that's when I kind of wrapped up my last life coaching clients. And I feel inside of me a desire to work with a few people um, for for life coaching and spiritual mentoring. So I'm going to call this Transcend. It's going to be kind of a specific experience one-to-one with me. We're going to be working through releasing the ego, releasing the negative thoughts that are kind of spiraling through you and that you keep going back to. We're going to get down to the root of those and the root of our pain And I'm going to teach you how to feel into it and release it. And I'm just so excited for this. It's going to be like a deep experience for those of you who want to like awaken consciously so you can learn to be happy within yourself, which is real confidence and real self-love. So I used to offer confidence coaching, which was similar, although this is just more deep and more real, honestly. Um, It's going to be much more about like, healing yourself from the inside out so that you can feel the way you want to feel, which will translate into, into, you know, living the life you want to live and, and having the experiences you want to have and doing the things you want to do and releasing the fear. And it's going to be a beautiful experience. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. If you're interested in that, I'm going to open up just a few spots because you know, I really have to protect my energy and I do already work with a lot of clients for business coaching and my groups. So this is going to be pretty selective and yeah, I can't wait to see who signs up for this and who works with me one-to-one. So I love you guys so much. If this episode helped you, even though it's a little bit embarrassing for me, go ahead and share it on your Instagram or send it to a friend who you think this might benefit. And yeah, don't forget to hit subscribe, maybe drop me a five stars, you know. 
Okay. I love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in and sharing this beautiful time with me. And I will see you next week.